0: On this episode of Locked on Lightning, I am late to the party, but we're still here to talk about the Lightning currently winning in their matchup tonight, trying to pick up their first win in their last four games going up against the Vancouver Canucks. We talk about all that and more tonight, but first, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Thank you for tuning into the show. Today's episode of Locked On Lightning is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook, uh, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, we are joining you during the second intermission of tonight's game against the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, everything seems pretty good thus far. I would like to first off apologize. Uh, I wanted to get a show out before. I, I wanted to get a show out before tonight's game. Do a little preview, uh, this, that, and the other thing. Like I said, I would on the last episode. Unfortunately. Uh, my other job i got stuck there and uh just got home and now here we are the first thing i did was plop right in front of a microphone and a camera and now we're talking about this game wasn't able to tune into any of this game just yet tonight i will watch it in its entirety uh, from now until the next episode which will be coming out probably tomorrow afternoon so tune in for that but everything seems well and, and good for the Tampa Bay Lightning right now on paper as they are up on the Vancouver Canucks. one nothing, uh heading into the second period. I said sec- I think I said second intermission before. Apologi- apologies for that. Uh, so far, this kind of looks like a stereotypical lightning. Let's kind of figure it out as we go along. When, as we've played like absolute garbage in our last couple of games, kind of. Game, and as I say that, Brock Bozer uh knots it up at 114 seconds in into the second period. But on on the box score, everything looked fine and dandy. Lightning outshot Vancouver 13 to 12 in the first period. Uh, a goal by Nick Paul started off the scoring, uh, in this one. Uh, Stamkos is in the lineup tonight, so that's a great sign there as well. Like John Cooper said uh, a couple of days ago, and like we've talked about, I believe on the last episode as well, that Stamkos was going to be day-to-day with that lower body injury and really wasn't sure. I think really the way that they were going to approach it was just kind of just take it day by day. And if he's feeling good enough to play on this night, then he's playing. If he's not, then... You know you're skipping over a start or whatever, uh. But Stamkos looks like he's he came to play tonight. He has four shots. Coach, I guess heard everybody's calls and everybody's, uh, comments. Whether it be on the YouTube page and and I saw some stuff even from people that weren't directly commenting or or tweeting to the show. I saw a lot of people on Lightning Twitter that. We're kind of saying what we've been saying all along is that Kucherov really needs to be the straw that stirs the drink for this team. And that really fully entails being aggressive, scoring. Well, not necessarily scoring. this. The goals and the points will come, but he's got to shoot the puck more than twice a night or that's really not going to do anything for this team. Um, And and so we're seeing a lot of contributions from guys uh, early on in this game you know you see Nick Paul obviously got the goal on one shot which is great to see points got a shot uh, morella's got a shot which is good to see i want i i really like what i have seen in the limited time from morella uh who made the team out of training camp i just like how he just seems like he's everywhere on the ice um just his his ice presence and you know sometimes that's really all it takes for a guy to get going is kind of just to be everywhere at once or to seem like he is and really what that entails is the the age-old cliche in playing a 200-foot game and so far for a guy who's on the fourth line i i especially coming into the season really not knowing much about him um i've i've liked what i've seen thus far from him from a fourth line forward and you know that's that's really all you could ask for is a guy to go out there and just try and do pretty much everything and stay within his game and Morella, thus far from what he has shown us like I said I really like how he's going uh Jano has two shots in this as well um we all know how Jano has been playing star off the season I just feel like he just needed an offseason to kind of clear his head his first full season in Tampa Bay you know a lot of pressure on his shoulders coming in from Nashville last year and um you know, not his fault. You know, he didn't ask to be traded for that that treasure load of of picks. But you know what? If, if he comes in and plays the way he plays, I think lightning fans will somewhat get over it. Uh, so we'll see how he plays as the season goes on. I'm not expecting 40 goal season. You know, if he gets somewhere close to 25. I think that's great. I think that especially playing on the second and third line. And, you know, I don't think him being on the second line is a surefire thing. I think that's going to change as the season goes on. Uh, but good start for this team thus far, uh, even if the game is now tied at one in the second period. Uh, chances are, and like I said, I have not gotten a chance yet tonight to watch the game. I will watch it from now until tomorrow um, at some point. And, Chances are, if I know my lightning, and I sure do know them, chances are they were asleep at the wheel to start that period. Vancouver came out with a head full of steam, and that's what happened. Uh, and yeah, that's it. It is what it is. Um, but it's not how you start; it's how you finish. And and I felt every fiber of my being cringe while saying that. <laughs> um, I, I I think that we could all agree. You know, we're not in panic mode yet with this team because it's the second week of the season. But I think we can agree that this is a must win. I think this is a game where whether you're a player or a fan or a coach or whatever, with this amount of talent, as we spoke about on the last episode, I mean, really, there's no excuse. And we'll get into more of that because I – I've been seeing some troubling comments on social media from lightning fans. And I just definitely just want to address it about the attitude towards this team and all that. But I think, and we'll save that for the second segment, but I think that it should be said that this is a must win game, that enough is enough. Uh, You, you got your, and, and we'll see this every month with this lightning team. They have two or three games where they just look like absolute garbage. Am I happy about it? No. Um just call it a an artist's creative process. That's how I look at it with this team. You know, as much as I hate the whole mentality of let's get into the playoffs, see what happens, at the same time that's not how it should be. Uh and As we're talking about that, Vancouver scores again, a goal from Tyler Myers, uh, 102, a slap shot. So what started out as a good game is now starting to unfold into another subpar performance because I like I at least alluded to in the last episode. The lightning, there's really no reason why they have why they should lose this game. I mean. Yeah, they're playing like garbage and not playing up to standards that we hold them. But Vancouver is not exactly a good team. And they were borderline pitiful, if not disgraceful, last season. Um, So, yeah, I guess, you know, that's a good place to stick a pin in it about this game. But, you know, I I really think that uh, this is a must win. Um, enough is enough The lightning. Yeah, they, they, they have some demons that they continuously have to work out every month for whatever reason. I don't understand it. I know there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to this team, when it's locker room chemistry on ice chemistry, line chemistry, what works well, what doesn't, what needs to be changed, all that. I get it. But at the end of the day, we, we all know, especially these players, we all know what needs to be done and how it needs to be done in order for this team to be successful. And for some reason that is beyond me, it, it almost seems as like they flat-out refuse to do that. So we'll see if they could get it together. We'll see if they could pull one off tonight and just carry some momentum into this weekend game against Toronto coming up on Saturday at home. So fingers crossed. Uh, let me know in the comments below uh, what you think about the team you know do you have confidence in them to not only get it together but to to get it together consistently like i've stressed a ton of times on this show over the last week they have a couple of big matchups coming up you got toronto like i said on saturday you got carolina next week and then seattle to tie a bow on it for the end of the month so let me know what you think um you know, I, I want to be optimistic, but at the same time, it's just, you know, it's one of those things where like, you know, I, I almost feel like the lightning are just expecting things to happen for them instead of going out there and being aggressive. So we'll see. and And we'll obviously be back to recap this game. So we'll talk about some troubling things on social media that I have been seeing over the last week. Basically, the state of mind of Bolt's nation in terms of, you know, how the fans and I'm not and, and I'll explain more. But this isn't a criticism of the fan base. But there is a, a good number of fans on X, formerly known as Twitter. Um, I've seen it on Facebook, too, in the, in the group chats, um, just how people are approaching lightning uh, misfortunes and and losses and we'll we'll get into all of that and you know give our two cents on it in just a little bit but first I want to talk about our friends over at FanDuel now listen you got to get into FanDuel FanDuel is America's number one sports book and with a name like that you know that is the best place the best place to start betting if you haven't already done so because right now new customers get $200 that's $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet that's $200 in bonus bets win or lose if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel there's no better time to get on the action the app is super easy to use there's a wide range of betting options including spreads player props over unders and more so visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the nfl season and the nhl season as well so visit full visit fanduel.com and take advantage of all the wide range of promotions that they got going on so that's fanduel slash locked on so yeah uh (laughs) thank you for making us your first listen of the day or the night like i said i apologize to our our loyal listeners and those of you that watch on youtube and if you haven't done any of that please go ahead you can watch us on youtube you can follow us and listen to the podcast wherever it is distributed in audio form uh you download the podcast we're also available on apps and you know most recently and and most excitingly we are available now on sirius xm so you definitely want to download us uh, on there and you know give this comment give this uh Podcast a like, a rating, please. It really helps us, you know, grow the podcast and it's, it, it really helps a lot. So we, we, and we really thank all of you who have already done that. So, um, yeah, let's just get down to it. And, and I'm going to preface this and I, cause I know there's going to be some people that are going to be somewhat upset about this. Um, what I'm about to say about the fans certain fans not the entire fan base not everybody that is a lightning fan and may, this might just be exclusive to those who are more vocal on social media that could be it as well which is fine um and if you feel like you're not a part of that group that i'm about to mention hit me up on the side if you don't feel like you know you want to put yourself out there you can hit me up on uh twitter at danky dank D E N K Y D A N K. you would also dm the show on twitter at l-o underscore lightning as well as on instagram locked on underscore lightning if you want to hit us up on the side just let us know like what you think if you're you agree or even if you disagree with what i'm about to say i want to know because i'm curious uh it's it's always nice to kind of take a little bit of a temperature check of the fan base especially at certain points during the season. And so what I've been seeing, especially since the news Basilewski went down, is everyone, for the most part, that I've been seeing on social media has been saying, we just need to stay 500. And until he gets back, we just need to do that. And I feel like that general state of mind has translated somewhat into how the team is playing because I think I said it last night. I I believe I did say it on last night's episode. Is that at certain points, minus the Nashville game, this team at certain times has seemed like it has gone out there whether it be to start the game or to start a period and has gone out there and played to just tread water instead of go out there to win. Let's go out there and win. Let's go out there and win in convincing fashion uh, and all the above. And that's not what the the goal should be, whether it be for the fan base, whether for the players. Um, I can only speak for like what I said, what I've seen on social media. I've seen a lot of people, a lot of Lightning fans make almost excuses. Well, this team doesn't have Vasilevsky. Well, you know, now since Stamkos had his issues, well, we don't have Stamkos. We don't have Vasilevsky, but Stamkos will be in and out of the lineup. And we could, you know, if we could stay a little bit around 500, whether it be a game or so above or a game or so below. My question to all of you and and maybe I believe a little bit too much in this team, and that's why I get a little bit more upset than maybe than most people. Why does that have to be the goal? Why can't it be let's, let's shoot for as high as possible? Why can't it be second place? Because even without Vasilevsky, and this might be blasphemous to some opposing team fan bases, which is fine. If you want to come at me, come at me, and we'll talk about it. But I look at this lightning team with with Stan Co- Stamkos because you know the case can be made that they do take a little bit of a chink in their armor without him. Regardless of how I feel or what I say about him on a daily basis on this show, I still think he's a vital part of this team. But I I, I think minus I will say Toronto, Toronto. I think. We could all agree, at least now, at least going into this season, is the best team in the league. I mean, the best team in the division. Boston is at the top of the division right now as we speak. Last time I checked, but I don't feel like that's going to be something that is going to be a long term thing. Now, if it is, then, you know, we could have a different conversation. But I still firmly believe that. This team without Andre Vasileski, with Jonas Johansson in goal as the primary st- starting goaltender, and I know that Tompkin will get his starts here and there. We might even see Anna Felt here and there as well. I still think that this team is at least a top three team in the division. And unless the rest of the division, which we all know they're not going to just by early, early, Matchups with Buffalo and Detroit and Ottawa, especially Detroit and Buffalo, I think. And yeah, I think the the jury's still out on Ottawa. To be fair, this is not going to be a division where being five hundred is going to cut it. Even regardless, you know, I I think this is going to be a division where five hundred is going to get you within maybe five points. Of the wild card, because I firmly believe both wild card teams out of the East could very well come out of the Atlantic Division this year. This is a division that very well could <clears throat> 90 points is going to get you within shooting distance of the wild card. I think close to 95, 100 gets you to top three in the division. And even in the first couple of months of the year, being 500 shouldn't be the goal, regardless of 88 not being in net. There's no excuses. I mean, we're, you know, maybe a couple of years ago where this team wasn't as mature, wasn't as experienced, maybe the conversation could have had or the excuse could have been made, especially in 1920, that this team, if they stay around 500, they could stay in the thick of it. The, not now. Absolutely not now, where the rest of the team, uh, the division has clearly grown. I think this team is even better in terms of offensive weapons than it had back in 1920. Because if you look at that team, I mean, y- you had a handful of guys. You still had, you know, your superstars and Cooch, Sam Coase. We all kind of knew what Point could do. We all kind of knew what Sorelli could do. Um, all right, if you really want to include Coleman, Goodrow, and Gord into that conversation, sure, we could do that as well, obviously. One of the best third lines in the league for a couple of years. But I think when you look at this team now, and you look at Jano, you look at Paul, you look at Sorelli, you, you look at even Shiri, uh, and then you you throw the usual suspects in there, with and, and, and even Hegel as well, and then you throw the usual suspects with, with Kucherov, Stamkos, Point. Can we all agree that this team is better? Can we all agree that really then, if that is the case, if, if you take Vasilevsky out of that team, and then you take Vasilevsky away from this team, this team in theory should be better and should strive for more than fifty five hundred, because the the idea that all we got to do is keep our head above water until Vasilevsky comes back, I I think it's preposterous. I think I think at the end of the day, this team should be saying, you know what, let's get the ball rolling, let's get going, okay, let's 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 play the way we're supposed to play and play for our goaltender not till a goaltender comes back i think that's the same situation and same mantra that we saw fail the last couple of years and yes i'm going to say going to the stanley cup final and losing to colorado was a failure i think we could all agree after going to and and winning back-to-back cups that was a failure the mantra was, let's just get into the playoffs and see what happens. Now we're going back even further. Let's let's just keep our head above water and stay 500 until Vasilevsky comes back. I'm sorry to say, but 500 may not be good enough. You know, you look at the rest of the division. You even look at the rest of the conference. This conference is an absolute juggernaut. And you're talking about, let's just stay a couple of games. Let's hover around 500. That's absolutely ridiculous. I'm sorry. And, and I think at the end of the day, for a fan base who has experienced so much success, we should have a little bit more expectations, a little little higher expectations than let's just stay around 500 because our goaltender is out of it for a couple of months. It's not like the rest of the team got hurt and we're replacing it with 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 replacement players. You know, we expect more out of our team. We, we expect... We should expect more out of our team. And I know there's a there's there's certain sections of this fan base that feels the way I do. And there's also certain sections of this fan base that maybe, and I'll agree, sometimes I'm a little bit overcritical, but that is obviously because of the expectations and and the talent that is on this team. So really at the end of the day, we should expect more because this team is way better. This team has a lot more weapons. And a lot more experience. And I and I think that we should start treating them as such, which I have not seen as a whole. So something to think about, Lightning fans. I I think, you know, I'm like I said, I'm not, I don't want anybody to take this personal. I don't want anybody to say, well, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I want there to be some sort of open dialogue about this because it has been something that has kind of bothered me since last year. It actually kind of was something that has bothered me over the last couple of years like let's just get into the playoffs and now we're taking even a step back and i know it's only a two-month thing but having that that state of mind whether it's the players because you know the players do hear that you know believe it or not the players even though they will co- sit in front of a camera and a microphone and say well listen uh you know we're not paying attention to any of the outside noise all we're looking at as what's in front of us you know that's a bunch of as Deion Sanders would say, bull honky. Okay. At the end of the day, they, they see that stuff, whether or not they, they're taking it to heart and say, wow, this is what our fan base, this is the, the ceiling right now. No, we should ex- still expect business as usual. And I know that may be a little bit overzealous, but that's just how I feel. And I'm sure that's how a lot of people, other people feel. So let me know in the comments below on our YouTube channel, what you think about that. You know, cause I, Listen, I don't think it should just end here with this conversation with what I've said. I want to hear back from all of you, whether it be in the comics on YouTube, whether it be on social media, whether it be on my personal account, whether it be on the show's accounts, wherever, wherever you send it, wherever you post it, I will see it at some point and we can have an open dialogue and talk about it. So let me know what you think. Am I expecting too much? Is a bulk of the of the, the fan base expecting too little? What is what is the the middle ground here? Because I I think that we, this is something that needs to be continuously talked about. So we'll wrap things up in just a little bit, but first we'll hear from our friends over at Jace medical. Now, listen, there's a lot of uncertainty in life. Okay. We got pandemics, we got natural disasters, whether it's the unrest in the middle East, the fires in Hawaii, hurricanes and in tornadoes and in Florida, earthquakes and more. These can lead to supply chain shortages for medications or inability to get medications in a timely manner. That's where the Jace case comes into play. The Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat most common and deadly bacterial infections. You could also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs, Jace Medical, now offers customizability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Choose the medications that best fit you and your family's unique needs. Uh, Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings. In those recent efforts, and they've added in Vermetacin as an option in the Jace case, uh, which you can look it up. I'm it, it's it's used. As an anti parasitic medication for conditions like scabies and lice. So perfect. If you go in the middle of nowhere or whatever, you have to flee your home and you're with your kids and they get into something they're not supposed to, bam, you got something for that lice. So go to jacemedical.com, enter code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at j a s e medical.com. So wrapping things up here on the show, like I said, you know, I. This is something that, and and I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels this way, okay? Like I said, with with the whole 500 talk that has been surrounding this team since preseason, well, really since the whole Vasilevsky injury, so I guess it was like a week before the season or a week or two, I I think we need to hold our boys, our, our guys on this team, a little bit to a higher standard. And that's not necessarily always a bad thing. You know, I get it. A lot of people, you know, there there's some people I've seen in past videos from last year where they say, oh, you're too tough on these guys, blah, blah, blah. They're professional athletes that make millions of dollars a year. They're expected and paid to play at a certain level. Regardless, sun, rain, sleet or snow, they're supposed to go out and play a certain way. And that even includes your star goaltender, one of the best goaltenders in the world. Because I look at it this way when, when he's out. I look at it this way, and I think this is a good way to wrap things up. If the Lightning come out and they play to a second place performance, whatever second place in the division gets you in two months, I'm, I'm not even going to attempt to do the math, but... If they play themselves in the second place and they have a little bit of a cushion and they're following whoever it might be in first, whether it's the Panthers or it's the 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 Maple Leafs or even the Bruins come to surprise us again or we have Ottawa, Buffalo, or Detroit come out of the woodworks. And then you get Vasileski with more time to rest. Imagine what that team's going to look like, especially once he gets rolling you could very well set yourself up to run away with the division. Or or even in another scenario, you want. we, we are all very well aware of how good this division has got over the last, let's say, two seasons. And there's going to be a lot of teams hungry to jump on the Lightning this year. We've seen it over the last three games. And. And we're seeing it tonight against Vancouver as well, and. You know that everyone's gunning for you. And, you know, now you know that your star goaltender is out for two months. Isn't that even more of a reason to try and get off to a good start? Just something to think about, Lightning fans. Listen, like I said, this isn't a personal attack on anybody else. I just think that we need to not all of us, but some f- members of the fan base need to reevaluate their expectations or at least you know, hold this team like I said to a higher standard because listen, they've earned they've earned that that criticism in terms of because they've played well. I look at it this way. If they played like crap the last 3 years, we wouldn't have any expectations. I would expect them to not even be anywhere near close to the top three, even now, even past these last three games, these losses, and now they're down to one in this game against Vancouver. I still expect them to be in the top three. I expect them to be in the top two. Actually, let's be honest. I expect them to, to even make a play to win the division. I still think they could do that. And we're going to have our fair share of injuries throughout the course of the season. So you want, to, you want to win the games that you can, and they should have won those three games or at least two out of three. And, and it's all about doing what you can to get, self, get yourself set up for the big games, for the Toronto Maple Leafs, for the Carolina Hurricanes, and for the Seattle Kraken. So we'll be back tomorrow to recap. Hopefully, I feel like I've been saying that too many times over the last couple of days. Hopefully, recap a lightning win and then we'll look towards the toronto game the big toronto game on saturday at home so uh as always please go ahead subscribe to the podcast give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed and we humbly humbly ask you to subscribe to the channel on youtube so that's been it for this episode of locked on lightning part of the locked on podcast network i'm your host adam danker i'll talk to you in the next one